This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on A Very Spooky One Bad Mother, drag me to personal hell. Plus, Biz went home, Teresa is recovering, and we talk to R.L. Stein about scaring kids. <laughs> it's the Halloween episode with special spooky music and everything else. <laughs> Teresa. Yes. How are you? Oh. Are you scared? I'm Boo. totally freaking out. <laughs> I, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we... We went to Legoland over the weekend. Ah! Yeah. Which everyone says is like the kind of like low-key theme park. Huh. Like the milder oh, yeah? theme park. Interesting. It's still a theme park, guys. It's still a theme park. You're still park. going to a theme park. Yeah. So <laughs> we did that. Five thorns. <laughs> They love a challenge. <laughs> On Saturday. Five drove thorns. Two hours each way. Oh, God. Spent the day there. And by spent the day there, I mean... Three hours. Yeah, it was really... It was five. It was okay. five hours. Okay. And I was thinking as we were, like, wrapping up and getting ready to go, I was like, you know, one thing I really like about my family <laughs> is, like, we all have a very low tolerance for this. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, there was nobody who was just, like, ready to rage. Yeah. It was like, what are you talking about? We're leaving. There's still so much more to do. Like, everybody was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. One more ride? I guess. Yeah, one more ride? One more ride? Okay, yeah. Then we're, yeah, then we're gone. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, we're sure. Yeah, we're all ready. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. Yeah. So it'll probably be a few more days before I'm back to my normal before self. Before you finish pulling the Legos out of yeah. your hair yeah. and your feet and your mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I always like to think that there's one special ride at Legoland, which is just, can you get across this room oh, without stepping <laughs> on Legos? You know, that's funny. It's like a house of horrors. That's a funny one. Thank they you. They should do that. They should. Somebody give me a call <laughs> from Legoland. Well, great. Yeah, how are you? I'm, I'm excited for the spook week. It's a week of spooks. Mm -hmm. I just went to Alabama for a weekend Mm -hmm. without my family to visit my family. Good job. And my sister was there and we hung out and it was very fun because I got to go to uh, Kentuck, which is a huge arts and crafts festival that's been going on for ever. As a kid, I used to go with my parents and it was the kind of thing where you know, they would go and we would meet them back at certain times and you'd just wind up looping up with other kids that you knew mm-hmm. and, you know, trudging through because it's like sort of out, you know, it's very woody mm-hmm. area where it is. You'd just be trudging around. And besides purchasing too much pottery, because mm-hmm. I do love some pottery mm-hmm. and some very fun art, I ran into my best friend from when I was Probably Katie Bell's age. Oh my God. I'm like oh, coming so across the, the men, you yeah. know, outside of seeing her on Facebook. Yeah. We haven't spoken in years. And she and I, I'm coming across to find my father who's sitting at a table and I see her and I know it's her immediately. Like I, there, I, it's obviously her. Wow. I start walking towards her. Yeah. I see her look up. She, I can see her recognize me wow. and lean towards her mom and go, Oh my God, it's Elizabeth Ellis. And get up, and we hug, and her kids are there, and her mom's Aww. there, who I love. And like, it was just, it was, it was like, oh, it's like old Kentuck. I'm running into a friend, and we're yeah. gonna run around. And it was just so nice to see her. It Aww. was, it was a lovely trip. That's I had great. a very nice time. I'm so glad to hear that. And for the record, we did three puzzles, <laughs> which for some people might be a hellish environment to be yes. in. Yes. Sitting quietly at a table. Yeah. Putting things where they belong. Yeah. <laughs> Which ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about on this very spooky episode of One Bad Mother. Drag me to my personal hell. 
please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes personal hells. We've talked about them before. Yeah. But I thought that given how much we deal with personal hells every day, we should take a deeper, darker dive (laughs) into the dark places Mm -hmm. of our personal hells for this special Halloween episode. And I want to set the scene with an example. Everybody... Gather around the campfire. So I'm going to throw Stefan under the bus here yeah. with, which every good horror movie starts with, with sharing his personal hell. And I've spoken about it before, but it I have learned that it has expanded or there is more that I wasn't aware of. I have spoken about the fact that Stefan was home once. We were, didn't have anything to do. So I start pulling out the paints for mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought I just pulled out, like, a bag of snakes and dumped yeah. them on the counter. Yeah. He recoiled in horror because I was about to go to the store. I was like, hey, here's some paints. You guys do yeah. some art. I'm going to Target. And yeah. he was like, you can't. And I put, was like. Put them away. Put them away. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then I saw his face and I realized he wasn't kidding me. And he was about to have this, like, total anxiety, panic, horror attack about the paint. And I was like, wow, all right. This also apparently includes mud play, and this includes, quote-unquote, experiments. So (laughs) their most recent nightmare for Mm -hmm. Stefan to happen in the house was Katie Bell and Ellis wanted to do this experiment, and it was a legitimate experiment where you put, like, water, oil, and maple syrup in a cup, and it's going to divide up into the different, you know, layers. And Katie Bell is perfectly capable of pouring all this stuff without it being... And also, I don't care. You guys are doing something, and I'm cooking, right? And they're pouring, and Stefan is just like, ugh. And I was like, what? It's not not like on the carpet. They're not spilling. They're starting to put different things in it to see what will float and what won't. I think this is a wonderful experiment. And he is horrified. And of course, like to the point where as soon as Ellis leaves the room, he's like... Can I throw this away now? Yeah. I'm like, it's just in a glass. It's like, yeah. there's no mess. Yeah. They, I compare it to, for him, it must be like if he hated spiders and I came at him with a spider. You know that scene from a yeah. movie where somebody's like, oh, I don't like spiders. And the yeah. guy's got a tarantula in his hand. Yeah. And I assume the person who doesn't like spiders is scared that that spider is somehow going to leap from the person's hand, yeah. land onto on the person's the, face, onto their yeah. face, and kill them. Yeah, like kill them instantly, yeah. and like yeah. rah, rah, rah. or well, because I'm kind of scared of spiders. Right. I think I'm just scared of the idea of a spider landing on me. Landing. I'm not even getting as far as <laughs> I'm not even getting as far as like oh, it's gonna do something it's gonna terrible murder to you. me. I just don't want it on me. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Probably in the face area. Yeah. Right. So I feel like. Or the shoulder or neck. Yeah. Or the neck. (laughs) Right. I'm always like. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just spend the next couple hours talking about spiders. Yeah. I feel like when a kid comes at Stefan with paint or an experiment, it's the same as somebody waving a spider in front of his face. Yeah. It's. He is terrified. Mm -hmm. So. With that being said Mm -hmm. and established, Mm -hmm. you're welcome, Stefan. (laughs) Do you have, what is your, like, deepest, darkest places of of hell? So this is hard because I'm torn in two directions. Oh, okay. Because I have, like, I have, like, the superficial one, which is, like, standing in line at Legoland. (laughs) And it's so, it's so, the sun is just, like, there. And... You can't move, and no. there's no getting out, and <laughs> and your three kids are there, yeah. and they're all, you can kind of see that one of them's hungry, one yeah. of them's too tired, one of them, you're not sure if they actually want to do the ride or not. Right. You've got all your stuff. <laughs> your partner may or may not be handling things well. Right. Yeah. That is like a surface 
line, like kind of personal hell. Like I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm like watching my family be uncomfortable, but we chose this. Yeah. You know, like there's just, (laughs) there's, there's something to that. There's something to that. And I'm doing it because like, I still want to do it. Like we're there, we're going to do it. Right. You know? But it's so physically uncomfortable. Like my eyes are hurting. Yeah. It's too bright, you know. And but there's a mental slash psychological sort of destructive zone. Like, like, like it's almost as if because I feel like in the world of horror, yeah. there is that sort of psychological where like this is fun. We want to do yeah. this. Why? Supposedly this is okay. Yeah. Look at all these people doing this. Right. Are we supposed to yeah. be here? Why don't I feel yeah. comfortable? Yeah. It's going to be okay. The, what What do you mean the exit's closed? And right. I, I can't yeah. go back. Right. I can only go forward. Right. right? Like, yeah. I think that is a horrible place to be. Yeah. 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 But it's like a super friendly and there's like music yeah, and there's like it's loud. Yeah, there's yeah. like it's like overstimulation a little bit. Yeah. And then I think what I'm torn between is like st- situations like that. Yeah. Like the this is supposed to be fun type right. situations and then the other <laughs> It's going to be the name of our horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This is supposed to be fun. A, a horror story about parenting. <laughs> um so, and then the other one, the, like, real one, the deep, yeah. dark one, is, like, the, like, advocating for my child one, which is, Whoa. which, like, requires me yeah. to suddenly be, like, strong, smart, and powerful uh, up against, like, a whole system. Like, just I, yeah. without even getting into any, like, right. the nitty-gritty, but, like, the, like, just dealing with when your kid is having problems at school. Yeah. You're in a lot of meetings with uh, dealing with like a lot of conflict with people that you just imagined waving to on your way in and out of school every day. Like you never like it wasn't supposed to go past. No. Like, like, hi, how's it going? Yeah, it's going great. Okay, great. How are you? Whatever. Okay. So now it's that personal hell for me is that place of like. I'm not enjoying making this call right now. Like, I don't enjoy being this person that, like, needs to, like, really be pushy about a couple of things. But, like, I just have to do this. So that's what I'm going to do. Like, that's... Yeah. No, this is... I'm going to share mine, and then I think this goes exactly to where I think it's going to go. Okay. Which is... So mine... Mine is eyeballs. Uh Uh-huh. Just going to... I don't like eyeballs. Oh, you're an eyeball I don't person? like touching like, eyeballs. Okay. I don't yeah. like touching my own eyeball. Okay. I don't like, like at camps and stuff, if there was a camper who threw up, I'm on it. Yeah. Got no it. No problem. If the yeah. kid comes to me and says, I have a bug in my eye and then like pulls their yeah. eye down, I'm like, you're going to have to yeah. go find somebody else to help you. Yeah. Right? I yeah. can't. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. It skeeves me out. Yeah. No thanks. And I like I've had this conversation with like Stefan where I'm like, you're gonna have to do all eye yeah. stuff. So then there's like <laughs> yeah. luckily there hasn't been a lot of eye stuff. Yeah, it's today. unusual. And yeah. and most of the time I can do the old close your eye and blink. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just hope that flushes yeah. it out. Yep. But I do like worry about like if there's like a real injury to the eye or even yeah. just the bug. Let's just don't even go yeah. to the or, really or horrible an eyelash places. that just won't come out. Right, or something yeah. in the eye. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to help my kid. Yeah. Which <laughs> I really don't fucking like. It. I can do all. If they sever a finger, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, you're fine. Fine. Yeah. Eyeballs. <laughs> I like it. That would be a horrible thing for me to do. But I think this is going to go exactly to where it, it obviously goes. Like, what yeah. makes a personal hell? What makes something like a hell in, yeah. a, in a themed story thing? And that is yeah. where. The like the hero or the you know protagonist finds themselves in a situation that they don't want to be in. Yeah, that they have to get through. It's like that point where you're yeah. like, I either have to get through this, yeah. or die here while my child has a gnat in her eye. Yeah. Like, what's it gonna be? Yeah. I either have to like, because I think about the advocating for your kid. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's one of those ones where like this. Like, you might could not, not do it. You could you not could, do it. could not do it. You could not do it. It might not fall into your natural skill set or, like, things you're yeah. comfortable with. Yeah. But if you make the decision yeah. to forge your way through yeah. 
the river sticks or whatever to get to the other side, you have to like pull from deep within Mm -hmm. and confront this. Mm -hmm. And yes, if my kid comes to me and there's not another reasonable adult around and has something in their eye, Mm -hmm. I'll do it. I'll do it because I got to do it. To help my child, despite not wanting to do it. Yeah. While I must say, Stefan might not survive the personal hell apocalypse because mm-hmm. he's yet to. He just walks away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like we're never going to paint, mm-hmm. and there'll be no experiments. <laughs> so it just shows you which two is the stronger one mm-hmm. in our relationship. Yes. But I, I do think that that's part of it. I think that there is. I think there are so many things about parenting that you didn't expect yourself to have to like get into or again find yourself in that you do have to sit there and make that decision about i mean this isn't the same sort of like personal ha ha hell of i have to play this fucking pretend game for eight hours and i don't want to do it yeah right there are some things that make us truly uncomfortable at our core oh definitely like at our that are really yeah it's not funny no like you're like i don't want to do this this is not my idea of a good time i'm not organized i don't want to do these organized you know things that require multi-steps i don't like people i don't want to have to do this thing that puts me in front of people i really don't like you know making dinner Making dinner. Or I don't like spiders, for example. Yeah. But, like, my kid yeah. really is interested in this yeah. subject. Like, how do you yeah. do it? Like, right now, we there is a jar that has three dead spiders in it mm-hmm. with two magnifying glasses stacked on top. Mm-hmm. That's Ellis's spider, spider you know, study, study area. area. Yeah. Mama, there's a spider. Go kill it and put it in my jar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> sorry, it got away. Uh, but, like... <laughs> You know, this yeah. could be, Yeah, that is definitely somebody's hell. Yeah. Because if you look at them long enough, you're sure they're still alive. But, like, <laughs> they're not. They're definitely dead. Oh. But, like, we have to do it. Right? Isn't that the yeah. point of, like, most, like, scary books and horror things? You find yourself in a situation. And there's no way out but there's, through it. There's no way out but through it. Yeah parenting. There's no way out but through it. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Cubelets. Cubelets is dedicated to inspiring the next generation of scientists, architects, storytellers, engineers, and designers. Cubelets' robotic blocks are like building blocks, but smarter. Their magnetic faces make it easy for kids as young as four to build robot after robot, no screens necessary. With the new Cubelets companion app, there are hundreds of robot creations to explore. Bluetooth connectivity is included in the discovery set, and it is is awesome. I will be 100% honest that I did not show this to my kids for a full day while I played with this. <laughs> it was so much fun. This holiday season, for every purchase of the Discovery Set through modrobotics.com, Modular Robotics will donate $10 to DonorsChoose.org, classroom projects that include cubelets. Use the promo code GREAT, G-R-E-A-T, at checkout, and they will double that donation to $20. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So this is a just a circling back genius <laughs> moment. Um, so earlier this year, or perhaps it was the end of last year, I made a grand announcement oh. that I would not be putting on any birthday parties for my children in 2018. Yes. 
and we are just about to wrap up the third of three Ooh. birthdays. Oscar's turning four this week. Oh my God, Sorry, I know. Oscar's turning five, five this week. Five. Wow. <laughs> and I just want to re re pat myself on the back <laughs> for deciding not to put on any birthday parties this year because it's been a really tough year. Yeah. A lot of good things have happened this year, but it's been a big challenging year where I've just been fucking working my ass off yeah. like nonstop. And like it's just been really nice that like going into each birthday, everyone already knew we were not yeah. gonna have a party. We oh. came up with something different to do for each one. Everybody was cool with it because we'd talked about it a yeah. million times. And I'm just really glad that I did that. Good job. Yeah. And double good job of sticking to it Yeah, the whole year. Thanks. Of course, 2019 is coming. Yeah. I look forward to what happens with that. Not ready. Not ready. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Okay. As I mentioned, Steve is a new member of our house. Oh, Steve. How's Steve doing? He's doing pretty good, actually. He's coming out some and roaming about. He and Onion are best friends. Oh, good. And they eat out of the same bowl. Okay. And B is just generally unhappy. Okay. But what makes B very unhappy is when someone has done something not in the litter box, Mm. which has happened a few times for a few different circumstances. Mm -hmm. And... I went and got one of those, like, spot-bot portable, like, you know, steam cleaner things. Mm-hmm. It's not a big one. You just put it on the spot, mm-hmm. push the button, and it cleans it up. Oh. And, guys, is best thing I've done. Uh, I've uh, used uh, it, like, seven times oh since my God. getting I got we it last week. We and it's like, oh, totally did a cat just that. throw up? Yeah. I'm going to wipe that up with the towel, put the spot-bot on it, push the button, and walk away. And six minutes later, I'm going to go pick it up. And it's this morning, there was poop in Alice's room by Onion, who somehow got locked in that room last night. <laughs> and I just was like, I got this. Wow. I put it up, I swiped that stuff up, put the spot butt on it, and then I went and had breakfast. Yes. And then I came back and I stuck my nose on that spot to make double sure. Uh-huh. Nothing. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. The downside is there are a lot of like random clean circles on my floor right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. But it's not that bad. It's not okay. that bad. All right. Anyway, I felt good pretty job. good. Thank so you. So good. Thank you. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is a genius. I started taking my uh, 10-month-old into the shower with me, and she basically gets clean and plays with toys while I take the shower, which I have curly hair, and it takes me a while to <laughs> comb through it and get it all taken care of. So I get to take a shower, and at the same time, she's getting wet, enjoying herself. She's in a safe place. And then I wash her and get her clean. And this ended up being turning what could have been a poop fail into a poop genius when she finally got around to pooping into the shower. But it really wasn't a big deal to clean up. I just grabbed the paper towel and grabbed it, threw it out, and it was easy to rinse everything off. It was all right there, rather than having to drain a tub and clean a tub and remake the baby. So it's my genius. Thanks. Yeah, I like this because it's a twist on two old yeah. favorites. Uh-huh. It's like an all-in-one. It is. It's like a shampoo and conditioner in the same bottle. Yeah. You got the, you're getting a shower. Your kid's getting clean by default. Yep. And if there is a poop in the tub, doesn't matter because yeah. you're in the shower. Right. And it just, you just, it's easy yeah. peasy. Yeah. I also imagine people who shower with their children have much bigger showers than mine. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I cannot imagine uh-huh. having the room for a small child to be in the shower with me. Huh. It's very small. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Good job. Really good job. I think you're doing amazing. I think so, And don't too. ever share that story with anyone other than us. <laughs> <laughs> Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Curtis fell at Legoland, and he's fine, but he has, like, scabs oh. on his face, oh. like a big one in the middle of his forehead, and then scabs on his nose. Oh, the nose, not the nose He scabs. looks really fucked up. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I am sorry. Yeah, thanks. Ugh. Yeah. Just slap a Lego Band-Aid on that. I know. 
or a few like a, or a few like ah the face not the, the precious face. face I'm so sorry I left my sunglasses in Alabama ooh oh their prescription oh my god I live in oh. sunny California I'm so sorry yeah I gotta have to wait for those to get shipped yeah oops. Hi, this is Amy. I'm calling from Ontario, Canada. I'm calling with a fail. We've been outside a lot the last couple months because it's summer. And my daughter all of a sudden was developing a birthmark behind her ears by her hairline. And I didn't really think anything of it. I just thought, oh, we're spending a lot of time in the sun. Must just be from sun exposure. A few weeks ago, my husband noticed it and was like, what is this? I was like, oh, it's a birthmark. But then the other day, he's like, um, Amy, I think this is just dirt. So I said, no way. I took a picture. Then my husband went downstairs, gave my daughter a bath, scrubbed behind her ears, and boo, the birthmark was gone. So for the past month and a half, I've been thinking it's a birthmark, but really, it's just dirt, looking like I have a dirty child. Anyway, it's clean now. You're all doing a great job. Bye. This is amazing. This is so good, especially because I like the the reasoning that it was a developing birthmark. Right. We just haven't seen it. Yeah. Birth. Something that's there from birth. birth. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's developing. Yeah. It's a developing. Well, sometimes you can see, because I have a couple I, birthmarks. Sometimes yeah. you can see them Better. more when there's been, yeah. Yeah, But trim. still. Yeah, I'm calling all these this age is, spots that keep showing yeah. up on my face in my You're mid-40s. Like, I'm like, yeah. birthmarks. Birthmarks, yeah. <laughs> Just couldn't see them before. Couldn't see them before. But now you can see them. <laughs> Claire's a bell. Just call them beauty marks. Beauty marks. <laughs> that's what all this vitiligo is. I must say, you're doing a horrible job mm-hmm. at hygiene. Yep. Oh, awful. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. They offer affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to the consumer. I really love my Casper mattress. I've been sleeping on it for several years now and it's still in great shape and it's super comfortable. Casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Get $50 toward select mattresses by visiting casper.com badmother and using promo code badmother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Teresa. Yes. Let's call someone today. Hey, this week, in honor of Halloween, we are calling R.L. Stein, who is one of the best-selling children's authors in history. In July 1992, Scholastic introduced his Goosebump book series with Welcome to Dead House. Nearly 25 years later, Goosebumps is now one of the best-selling children's series of all time. His other popular children's book series include Fair Street, Mostly Ghostly, The Nightmare Room, and Rotten School. Other titles include It's the First Day of School Forever, A Midnight Summer Scream, and Young Scrooge. Welcome, R.L. Stein, who I believe we are going to call Bob for the rest of the day. Well, that's what everyone calls me. No one ever called me R.L. in my life. I think you have to live in Texas to be R.L. I think so, and have a a palatial estate. Yes, right. Well, I, I want to, I have so many wonderful questions to ask you. Well, they're yeah. okay questions, but to await yeah, one. I only have 12 answers. Oh, good. So, this is going to narrow it know, down. Maybe we'll hit the right one. <laughs> good. I only have five questions. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into them, I want to ask uh, what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? And for just the fun of October, do you have any ghosts there as well? I don't have any ghosts. I have a skeleton that I'm looking at right now in my apartment, in uh, my office. I also have a, which I bet your other guests have never said, 
I have a three-foot-long cockroach. Ooh, you're right. No one's ever said that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, you know, I have a little atmosphere in my office in case some kids visit, right? <laughs> that, is, that should do the trick. That should do it. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. all you need. Once you have <laughs> right. a three-foot-long cockroach, <laughs> you're right. done. Yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. That's why there are no ghosts in your house. <laughs> I think they keep the ghosts away. Yeah. Absolutely. I've never seen a ghost myself. <laughs> Whenever I talk, I give a talk and I ask kids, I say, how many of you have ever seen a real ghost? And so many hands go up. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's because uh, kids totally see ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I assume there's always one behind me when my children are looking over my shoulder. So I just don't <laughs> ever turn around. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. You know, logic. That's also a great uh, book title. Thank you. Oh, don't, you're welcome. No, don't turn around. <laughs> yeah, don't turn around. No, I'm writing that down. That's excellent. That's perfect. Don't turn around. <laughs> well, this, let's get oh, it. I love that. Let's, well, thank you. You're very welcome. Let's get into this. I, I guess I want to start with how did you get into the genre of kids' horror and what do you love about that genre? Oh, I just like scaring kids. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, the story of how I got into it is really embarrassing because it wasn't my idea. Oh. See, I was funny. Oh. I was jovial Bob Stein for years, <laughs> and I did a humor magazine called Bananas, and I wrote about 100 joke books for kids. 101 school cafeteria jokes, oh. 101 dog jokes. I was a funny guy. <laughs> and then one day I was having lunch with my friend who was publisher at Scholastic. And she had just had a fight with a teen horror author. Ooh. And she came to lunch and she said, I'll never work with him again. You could write a good teen horror novel. Go home and write a book called Blind Date. She gave me the title and everything. I didn't know what she was talking about. What's a teen horror novel? <laughs> I was just a funny guy. And I went, you know, I ran to the bookstore and I grabbed up a bunch of teen horror so I could figure <laughs> out what it was. And I wrote this book, Blind Date, and it was a number one bestseller. <laughs> I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> I'd never been on the list before. And then a, a year later, I wrote one called Twisted. Mm. And it was a number one bestseller. And I said, forget the funny stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I've been scary ever since. But it's embarrassing because it wasn't my idea. <laughs> I, it was still a good idea. <laughs> it's it been, worked out. You it know? worked out. Why do, you yeah. think, why do you think it is that kids like being scared? I, as an adult who also likes to scare children, know why I enjoy <laughs> it as an adult. But why do you think kids enjoy it because for all the times we've scared kids around Halloween none of them go away crying you know what I mean like they all right. have a really good time so what do you think that is yeah, whenever I say to a kid you know don't you think those books are too scary yeah and every time they say not scary enough oh. every time I think you know kids like to have these creepy adventures they're kind of a thrill and you're fighting monsters and you're running you're running from a haunted place and then it all ends up very nicely at the end and all the while you know you're safe you're having the adventure but you're safe in your room you're reading and i think that's what it is i always talk about these books as safe scares yeah how do you know if something is scary enough or if it's too scary have you ever found yourself in that that's just place? from doing it so many yeah years. Yeah, they just you know, I always my one rule is that the kids have to know it's a fantasy, that the kids have to know it couldn't really happen. I don't put the you know I don't make it real at all. Right. And then I think if they know, oh, this is you know the, the story's ridiculous. <laughs> they know that, uh, that they're not going to get too scared, and um, I can go pretty far with the scares because. You know, I, I've already shown them that it couldn't happen. Do you think, well, yeah, I mean, kids uh, have shown you that they love it. How did their parents react? <laughs> um, listen, parents are thrilled when kids read I something. Know. Yeah. And, and we expected a lot. No one had ever done a horror series for 7 to 12 years right. before. It had never been done. 
And um, when we started Goosebumps, I mean, we expected a lot of problems. And partly because, for one thing, the covers were a lot scarier than the books. Yeah. I, I'm and, holding one in my hand right now, The Curse of Camp Cold Lake, and yeah. it is a truly terrifying cover. <laughs> yeah, that's also a really scary book. It is! <laughs> it's one of the scariest of the goose. It's, yeah, that one might be too scary, I think. <laughs> I don't know. So there was some resistance, and we did hear uh, from some parents, and but not as much as we expected. Mm. And reading teachers really got behind it, and librarians and teachers, they were so delighted that kids had found something, especially boys, that they really wanted to read. They wanted to read the new one every month. They wanted to read. That um, they were very uh, supportive of us. Yeah. Do you do you have one that you like? Is your favorite that you're just like, oh, I love I that I wrote some. this. I, the Haunted Mask is my best Halloween book. Ooh. Since we're coming, that's about a girl named Carly Beth who's tired of being picked on and she wants to be scary mm-hmm. at Halloween time. And she gets this green mask, this ugly mask, and puts it on, and it sticks to her face. Mm, yeah. And it becomes her skin. It becomes part of her. And it turns her evil, and she can't get out of it. And um, that, that's, what, that's my favorite. Listen, this, this is actually based on a true-life story. What? It's the only Goosebumps book, I think, that happened from something that happened in true life. When my son, Matt, was a little guy, he was real small, it was Halloween time, and I was watching from the doorway, he was trying on a green rubber Frankenstein mask, (laughs) and he pulled it down over his head, and he couldn't get it off, and I'm watching, I'm watching, and he's like tugging and tugging. And I thought, what a great, I, I should have helped him, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I should have helped him get it off. Instead, I went and started writing notes. <laughs> I said, what a great idea for a book. <laughs> you know, I feel like being the scare master of children, I, I wonder around Halloween if, like, kids in your neighborhood feel a, a lot of pressure <laughs> To dress up as your no, characters, you know, or if York. you're the scary house. Oh, in New York, <laughs> right, or if you're the scary apartment. Yeah, I live in New York City, and Halloween is weird here. It is weird there. Because yeah. it's all inside buildings, you know. It isn't kids going house to house like we did when I was a kid back in Ohio. And what happens in our building is the kids all get together at the top of the building, and they go <laughs> down the back stairs. <laughs> Nice. Trick-or-treating, go down the back stairs, knocking on the back door. We always, I have candy, and I give away books. Nice. I drag my skeleton out, my three-foot-long cockroach, <laughs> <laughs> and we give away candy and books. But it, Halloween's very different in the city here. Yeah, that's true. We used to live in Brooklyn, and we had like um a bottom floor of a brownstone. And so uh-huh. my husband and I actually would set up like these horrifying scenes right. uh, on the stoop for, you know, any stragglers who might be walking past to get to the main street. Uh-huh. And, and then we had kids reaching in and pulling candy out of like his uh, operated on body. And, and they loved that. And that was just <laughs> it is that like, it was amazing no matter how scary and ridiculous we made it, you know, mm-hmm. four-year-olds were like, yeah, I want to pull the electricity on the chair of the guy who stole all the candy. You know, like... <laughs> Just, oh, wow. There's just nothing that yeah, seemed to be great. too much. Yeah. Well, let's end on probably a question you've been asked a million times, so you're welcome. Good. What, Thank you. What scares you? Here is the scariest moment of my life, okay? Okay. I like normal scares. Nothing. <laughs> horror doesn't scare me. I don't get scared at horror movies or reading Stephen King. or I, Horror makes me laugh. Right. I just think it's funny. Here's the scariest moment of my life. It also involves my son when he was little. Mm -hmm. I took him to the New York Automobile Show at the big convention center. Thousands of people walking around, hundreds of cars, and I lost him. That's the scariest moment of my life. That incredible feeling of panic. It was amazing. And the whole thing lasted maybe 30 seconds. (laughs) But it was horrifying, right? Yeah. He's just gone. Yeah. And then finally, I spotted him over by a car, and I went running over to him. And I said, Matt, Matt, are you okay? <laughs> and he said, 
Where were you, Dad? I was about to call the manager. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's a New York kid. Yeah, he's a New York kid, right? I shouldn't worry about him, right? <laughs> that's right. He's like, I'm going to go get on the subway and go home. Don't worry yeah, about right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Anyway, that's the, truly the scariest moment of my life. Well, Bob, I just want to say uh, on behalf of uh, probably millions of us, thank you for scaring the crap out of us uh, forever <laughs> and and allowing us to let you scare the crap out of our children as well. <laughs> I get to scare a lot of generations. Yeah, you do. It's just yes. great. It's it's it amazing. Well, thank you so much for hey, joining us. Hey, I love us. talking with you. This was wonderful. Oh, good. And have and- a very happy Halloween. Thank you. You too. Stay scary. Oh, we will. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And together we're the hosts of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. What does that mean for you, the podcast consumer? Well, it means that you're going to get a lot of stories about how we used to do weird stuff to people in order to try to fix them. Do you know that we used to think diseases were caused by bad smells? And that we used to eat mummies for medicine? That's super funny. I kind of like it. Well, thanks, and we hope you'll kind of like our show, Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. It's available every Friday wherever fine podcasts are sold or at its beautiful, picturesque home at MaximumFun.org. All right. The secret is out. I, Open Mike Eagle, officially had a wrestling match. And on the next Tyson Fights, I'm talking all about it. From the rap battles that got it started. Open mic. You ain't ready. Oh, really? You cold like oh, really? <laughs> And to how I hurt myself in ways I didn't know I could. That day and the day before, I got so many texts from people who really care about me who were like, please don't break your neck. The only place you can get the full story is on the newest episode of Tights and Fights. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. We are back. Oh, I am so excited! (laughs) (laughs) We talked to R.L. Stein. Bob, I love it. Yeah, what a guys, great guy. He, well, he's amazing. Yeah. And, guys, the books are just great. Yeah, they are. I just keep trying to make Katie Bell. I'm like, Katie Bell, do you want to read one of these? <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm going to read it to you tonight. <laughs> and I love that the one I grabbed from the library is the all-time scariest book. Yeah. It is terrifying. Leave it to you. That's me. That's me. Your hand just knew just where knew to where go. Just knew where to go. Well, it's hot pink. Yeah, so, true. Terrifying. Yeah. Speaking of terrifying, let us listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, ladies. I'm going to leave a fail because I feel like a total failure right now. My little Kylie, she's fine, but uh, I broke her car seat, and it's just another expense that I wasn't expecting, and I'm not helping with that household finances anymore, and it's just, I don't know how how stay-at-home moms deal with that guilt of costing and not helping. I know raising a kid is a full-time job, but when it comes down to it, money is still needed to make the world go round. And I just feel bad for creating yet another mess. Anyway, I love your show, and um, thanks. Bye. First of all, you're doing a great job. Yeah, you are. And you haven't done anything wrong. No. And you're contributing to the work of the household. Yeah. This is this is a big one. I, I went through this same sort of feeling as well after having worked forever and, you know, 
even being the larger breadwinner for a while. And then when I wound up staying home, it was that was like, again, a whole nother thing. No one's like, hey, get ready for this. This is something you probably haven't thought about. You thought it was just as easy as saying, we're going to do some shifting and budgeting and here we go. But there is an emotional and mental uh, sort of displacement that happens when your role, again, it's another role that's changing for you. And, you know, you can't, it's a real feeling that somehow you're doing something wrong because you're not financially contributing but that's just not true. But technically, you are. Oh, I know. That's the thing like, we got to get our head around. Yeah. It's every so there's a, there's a, yes. an amount of work that needs to get done. Yes. A variety of different types of work. Yes. There's household work. There's childcare work. There's t- paying your taxes. There's, Managing. There's grocery earning and spending. Yeah. an income outside the home. There, right. Or whatever. There's all these different kinds of work, and it's divided up, and it's so hard to wrap our heads around yeah. that. But like. And I think that I would have had a similar reaction to the reaction that you had in breaking the car yeah. seat. But like from the out from the outside, like objective view yeah. looking in, I just want you to know I'm just sitting here thinking like, well, what were you supposed to do? Not use the car seat? Like Yeah, yeah. You whoever's using the car seat is the person who might accidentally break, break it. it. Right. Like you're the one using the car seat because <laughs> right. you're taking care of the kid. So it's right. like there's no I mean, there's it's just it's not And sometimes things just break and yeah. happen. Like I think about like the time that like I'm doing the laundry and then water just starts shooting out across that. But I mean, they even just... if it was you getting super frustrated with yeah. the car seat and like taking <laughs> a hammer to it, I still feel <laughs> that's that fair. that's okay yeah. because you would not have been driven to that place <laughs> if you weren't doing what you were doing every day, which is contributing to the household in the way that you're contributing to the household. Like I, I just, right. I, yeah, don't... I relieve you. Yeah. Of this. this guilt. Yes. 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 We want to you admonish this. You just need a this. new car seat. Your yes. child needs a new car seat, period. <laughs> and it's okay. It doesn't mean that you don't feel the stress of the financial, you know, uh, like worries. Yes, you know, we all have that. These are all the things we're trying to balance. You are not alone no. in this feeling. No, you are not. You are absolutely not alone. Nope. But do not... I, here, let me tell you what to feel. <laughs> let me tell you. You don't feel bad about the, this. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah. And, you know. It what, happens in the course of doing our work. Yes. And, and you know, we can't sit. It's sort of like that moment at the beginning, like where we're talking in the show about, like, sometimes you find yourself going in a direction and you realize you can only go forward. That's yep. all that's left. Yep. Right. And that is true of these sorts of things that happen when something breaks, big stuff happens. I ripped the bumper off of my car. Let's all don't forget that. You know, like shit, <laughs> shit happens. And like you can either sit and dwell yeah. or you can just forge your way on through. Yeah. And I, you this know, is not some big splurge. No, you just, no. You just need a new car, <laughs> car seat, seat. And the, that yeah. is the, that's what's happening. You are okay. Yeah. You are doing. You're doing such a good job. Such a good job. Yes. I hope you have a secret stash of Halloween candy somewhere <laughs> with your name on it. <laughs> Teresa. Yeah. What did we learn today? We learned there's no way out but through it. It's another one for you, R.L. Stein, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff we do not want to do. Yeah. It's not in our nature to do it. Yeah. And then there are kids in your life and you find yourself having to push yourself to places you do not want to go. Mm-hmm. And I actually think for as horrific as that sounds, I hope everybody takes away that they should feel pretty fucking awesome for doing it. Yeah. I mean, like, even if we don't think we're doing it well yeah, <laughs> or we're screaming the entire way through it mm-hmm. or maybe we did stop. But then we got back up and we tried again. You're pretty brave, guys. <laughs> You're pretty brave. You're doing such a good job. We are fighting monsters every fucking day. Yeah, we are. You know, yeah. they come in a lot of forms. Can I tell you something creepy that happened? Yes. 
I was lying in bed in the wee hours of the morning, and Oscar was in my bed, mm-hmm. as he often as he is be, at that time. Right? And he was, I guess, sleep talking, <sighs> but he looked straight up. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> and pointed yeah. straight up in the air uh-huh. and said, who's he? You've got a ghost in your house! That's <laughs> so good! That is the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. <laughs> That's it. That's definitely Teresa's personal hell number four. <laughs> Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. This is our Halloween show, right? It is. This is it. Guys, enjoy the spooks. Yeah. Enjoy the tricks and the treats. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you know there's In- no way out but through it. But through it. So just so turn off it. your porch light and eat all the fucking candy. You're all doing a good job. Yeah, you guys are. It's just one of many holidays that we may like or not like that we just have to get through. Yeah. Everybody, you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. Teresa, you're doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. Not only are we going to talk to you next week, but happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart. Our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, are perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.